Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, Abby, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hiya, I'm Abby. I run Eat With Abs on Instagram um, and I met Jemima through Instagram as well. Um, I've only been doing it for a couple of months, but I'm really enjoying it and yeah just wanted to come on the podcast to chat a little bit more about that and everyone should check out our Instagram it's fantastic and yeah you you should check it out (laughs) okay on to some food questions so what did you have for supper last night well this is a bit of a funny one actually because usually I'd have some home-cooked meal ready to about to you to plug my insta but um i was actually in the office yesterday so i work in brighton and but live in the countryside a little bit further out so usually we have no takeaways that come to our house or anything like that so um the second we're in brighton we're just like super excited about the fact that there's so many restaurants and so many things to choose from that I was literally sat on Brighton Beach probably about this time last night, just looking through all of the different restaurants, being like, I don't know what to choose. You know, and it's like amazing. You can only you have one choice. And I didn't want to get home and then eat it and then think, oh, I wish I'd gone for my other option. <laughs> so what we ended up ordering from a restaurant in Hove called Shiraz, which is like Middle Eastern Persian sort of food. Um, they do like meat skewers and then you get this saffron rice with it and flatbreads and hummus and we had some crispy squid and they do the most amazing garlic sauce um so we ended up getting enough of that so that we could have it for dinner last night and then also have it for lunch today which was super greedy but it was so good um sounds amazing yeah massive shout out to them they are Fab. and my like first choice for dinner out every single time really good they sound fantastic I completely agree with you I relate to you on the whole countryside living and then no takeaways so yeah whenever you're in a place where you can order it's a no-brainer definitely it's just sometimes I feel like the choice is too much I can't handle I'm not a very good decision maker so I'm sort of all up in the air and uh, we pick the right choice in the end I'm glad. It does sound amazing. Okay, so what was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? Um, I think I was thinking about this and something that my boyfriend always laughs at me about is that the fact that he thinks that everything I like is just pasta with red sauce. And I think that's probably quite similar to growing up, I think. I don't think it's weird because I felt I felt like we ate quite simple things, but we didn't eat sort of like simple English things like it wasn't like meat and two veg it was Mexican or Italian or um loads of different things really I feel like we ate quite sophisticated things but that were also quite basic I just yeah. like I haven't explained that very well but um no you have I know exactly what you mean yeah not your sort of just meat and potatoes sort of family your sort of enchiladas and sausage pasta bacon that sort of thing and I think pasta with a red sauce was such a winner and I remember I was having quite a stressful day last week and I just turned around to my boyfriend and said I need the bacon pasta that my dad used to make me 
and we had to text my dad to get all the ingredients and just make it for lunch and instantly it's just one of those things that just makes you feel like you're at home straight away doesn't it you eat you used to eat at home so yeah definitely pasta with a red sauce (laughs) (laughs) I love pasta I could eat pasta every day I really could so I agree definitely definitely Okay, so what was your favourite restaurant or place to go to for food while you were growing up? Um, I think that it's always such a winner, but you've got to say Pizza Express. I just think, has anyone ever had a bad meal in Pizza Express? I just really don't think they have. It's just, a, it's, it's so good every time. I remember yeah. we used to go to quite a lot as a family. It's obviously quite family friendly as well, isn't it? And then I think when I started when you start being able to go out with your friends and go on your little girly shopping days and spend your pocket money. I had a couple of friends and we always used to go to Pizza Hut and it was just our thing. So we yeah. sort of moved from one pizza chain to the next. And then um, obviously they're quite like chainy ones, but um, more local to me, there's an Italian place in Brighton called Donatello's. And that was always somewhere that me and my family went. Um, my dad knows the owners. so. We used to always nip in and out of there and it's just such a nice, nice place, family vibes, um, good Italian. What more do you want, really? I need to check that out. Definitely. Okay, so what is your current favourite kind of food? This question really threw me into a spin. Like, I think it's so difficult because I feel like I like a different sort of type of cuisine every single day of the week. I think we're really into our sort of Middle Eastern food at the moment um always love that but I think Mexican will always be my sort of one true love I just I just don't feel like you can beat a Mexican I'm such a jalapeno girl like I love jalapenos so much that any meal that I could put jalapenos in is a winner to me um yeah I'd say Mexican just because wax some enchiladas on after a tough day sorted love it 100% <laughs> I mean, I made tacos last week and it changed my life. Oh yeah, the whole Taco Tuesday vibe. I've got to get on that. Yeah, you really have. It, really it changes your week. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I did the birria tacos the other day Ooh. and they were really good. Really good, the mob kitchen ones. Oh, I still haven't tried those. I need to. They're really, really nice. And they're not even that tricky to make. It. They take quite a long time because um, you've got a... Actually, I don't even know whether they do slow cook them. I think they do them in a pan for like four hours, but I put them in a slow cooker. So once you've done it at lunch, then by evening, they're ready to go and they're great. Really good. I'm so going to try that. Definitely. for reminding me. (laughs) Okay, so if we weren't in lockdown, where is your current favourite place to go and eat? I have so many. I found this so hard (laughs) to try and whistle it down obviously I've already spoken about Shiraz so I'll leave them there but I think there's also another one local to me that is just one of those places that whenever me and my friends are going out for dinner we'll always go there and it's a place called Spiral in Burgess Hill and it's uh, Mexican it's really low-key like just proper good food nice and cheap they do a really good um do a really good deal where you can get a starter and a main for 14 pounds and we know the guy in there because we literally go in there so much <laughs> and the food is just really good just mexican that's just made well and 
I think because it's like a nice family business as well. It's um, it's one of those places where you feel a bit better going to. If you feel like you're going there like every week, I'd feel a bit bad if it wasn't somewhere independent. But yeah, quite nice to be able to know that you're spending your money in somewhere that is local and run by local people. Um, yeah, I was a little bit worried that they were gonna close down over lockdown, but I think I think they're still going. So they will probably be the first place that I visit, no doubt. Amazing. They sound fantastic. That's one of the many reasons why I love doing this podcast, because when I eventually can travel, I can go to all these places. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely one I'd recommend if you're in Sussex at any point. Is that what you narrowed it down to or do you have any others? Um, got like a more fancy one. So in Brighton, there's this place called The Salt Room right on the seafront, which is a fish restaurant. It's literally right on the sort of road in front of the beach. So you can see all the sea, see the pier, everything. Um, and it's like quite fancy. So you'd probably, we only go there for special occasions, really. We went for my birthday last year and it's just really nice. It's one of those places where the waiters and waitresses are so lovely and like always want to give you their recommendations and tell you what they think is best. Um and when we went last year, we literally just completely followed their recommendations from everything from like starters, mains, wines, cocktails, all that sort of thing, just completely took their recommendations. And it was such a good night of food. It's just really fresh seafood done in sort of different, like different ways. We had, I think we had chorizo mussels and um, blackened sea brain. I'm not sure. But it was, oh, it was really tasty. Like trying, I think when you ask, waiters to recommend you stuff you tend to go for things that you wouldn't usually go for yeah um, definitely we went to a restaurant in Whitstable called the this is really bad I can't remember what it's called but I asked the woman what she'd suggest and she said the courgette soup I just thought courgette soup I'm not I'm not sure but yeah. I had it and it was amazing so I've got to look it up because I can't remember and that's really bad well if you can't find it right now you can text me it and I'll put it in the show notes yeah so it'll definitely. still be there see sort I know where it is sportsman the sportsman I knew it was something simple uh, it was the sportsman just outside Whitstable Whitstable they do a really good tasting menu um everything's really fresh they've got their own vegetable garden you grow everything in the gardens and then obviously they're really close to the city as well so all of that Seafood's really fresh, um, and the tasting menu is just amazing. Like it's five courses long, but then you get little tasters in between. And we were so full by the end of it. They brought us out the most amazing chocolate mousse cake, and we both had sort of maybe a spoonful or two, but we were just so full from the rest of the food. But it's amazing. That's the that's my favourite sort of way to eat. I think a tasting menu, just lots of little bits and pieces. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, trying all the different flavours. It's like it's exactly why I love tapas as well. It's nice to not have to choose one meal. I love when you go to a tapas place and you go with a group of friends and you all have similar taste in food. So you all get everything that you were eyeing up on the menu and then you just share. And I cannot wait for when we can actually do that again. So that's just dreamy. Yeah, definitely. I mean you say group of girls, I say go with my dad. And then he just wants everything on the menu anyway. And then <laughs> I don't have to pay. 
Yeah, also go <laughs> with your dad. Exactly, always the best way of eating. Okay, so what is your current favourite vegetable? This is such a tough one because I've never been much of a veg lover, I would say, until sort of within the last year or so. Um, my boyfriend lives on a farm, so I moved in with him at like the beginning of lockdown one. And a year ago. Yeah, a year ago. Mad. I can't believe it's, it's gone so quickly. But um, they've got a big polytunnel sort of greenhouse thing in their Amazing. field. So, yeah, it's been so good. And so obviously at the beginning of lockdown last year when everyone was like, the supermarkets are going to run out of food and we're not going to have anything to eat and that sort of thing. We planted loads of veg, like probably too much. We just sort of basically thought of every single vegetable under the sun and planted them all. And some of them worked and some of them didn't. Um, but we're doing it again this year, but it was really successful. And I think it just sort of really made me appreciate vegetables a bit more, which is something that yeah. I really didn't think that I would ever be saying. Um, and we grew so many different things, but I think my favourite is always the padron pepper. Yeah. They're just so simple, but so good. Like, love them in a frying pan, bit of oil, bit of salt. And I could just sit there and eat so many of them. Just, yeah, just really simple. Um, and they grow like absolute wildfire. So we've had like five plants of them last year. And I reckon we must have had about easily 300 peppers off that those plants over there amazing yeah there were so so many of them we've still got them in the freezer they don't defrost quite as well as i'd want them to but yeah they start the season they come out sort of beginning of july and they're really mild and then by the time they've got to september they are so hot that you can't actually eat them you just have to use them in cooking instead of chili (laughs) Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't think it. So when you like give them to people, you've got to make sure you're like, these aren't normal petrol peppers. They are hot, um, but they're really good. And it's just so nice to be able to nip out into the garden, get a bucket of them, throw them on. It's just sort of really wholesome, which is nice. Yeah, so good. I mean, I can't remember. I think everything we planted last year, well, everything I planted did not work out but that's okay um I think my parents plants did though so that's fine but you'll sound fantastic I'd love to have 300 padron peppers (laughs) (laughs) we were very lucky because um my boyfriend's mum was on furlough so she literally spent like six or seven weeks just in the polytunnel sort of tending to the plants so they might not have survived quite as well had we just planted them and gone up to water them every occasionally I think she was very hands-on in her plant nurturing approach (laughs) well it worked out didn't it it did it did definitely okay so what is your current favorite biscuit this was a difficult one for me to think about because I'm not really much of a biscuit eater which I realize is a bit strange but when I was younger, we ate a lot of biscuits. We used to have sort of a biscuit tin. And I remember on Saturday and Sunday mornings, me and my brother were allowed to come downstairs and have two biscuits for breakfast. And so I've always sort of associated biscuits as like a breakfast food, <laughs> which I realise they're not at all. I think that's really a good idea. That. Yeah, I mean, biscuits all day, every day. Um, but we don't really have biscuits in the house that much anymore. Um, but I would say that my favourite is probably a ginger nut. 
just love those gingery flavors especially when you can get the gingery ones that are dipped in chocolate in some of those like fancy biscuit selection packs yeah that's the one really good great choice i love that question purely because it reminds me about biscuits i haven't had in ages so i'm like oh i'm gonna have those soon yeah definitely it's definitely reminded me of biscuits i'll order some in the next shop definitely (laughs) okay so who is your current favorite chef well, this has changed quite a lot recently because obviously I've only recently started my Instagram. So I've sort of only really just become opened up to the world of sort of all the different food Instagrams and all the different Instagram chefs and all that sort of thing. Like I didn't actually follow that many food accounts on my personal account. So now when I've got like a whole account that's literally just food accounts, yeah. it's sort of a little bit overwhelming. But <laughs> Um, I feel like I'm probably quite a latecomer, but I'm just really loving Mob Kitchen at the moment. Um, their recipes are just really easy to follow, really simple. Um, and I've started following, I think it's, I think she's like a recipe developer for them, Seema. Oh, yeah. I don't know why her Instagram handle is. I think it's Seema Gets Baked or something like that. Um, but I've started following her on Instagram and all of her recipes look so good. And it's her recipe that is the birria tacos recipe. Um, and after that, I was sold. I was like, I will cook anything you want me to cook. <laughs> um, Mob Kitchen also released a, they did a garlic chicken pie, which we made the other day. And it was amazing. I just don't think we've really made any recipes of theirs that have not been a winner in our house yet. That's so, so good. Yeah. I think there's been a couple that we've maybe not liked quite as much but not because they were bad just because they weren't to our taste but yeah everything that we've done that has been to our taste we've loved so we'll definitely be cooking more from them definitely such a great so they're so good I'm yet to buy any of their cookbooks because I know that I will just get all of them so (laughs) I just have to look at them online at the moment because it is a slippery slope they often put them down in price and I've been like it's in my basket so many times yeah they're keep trying fantastic. To get the other ones keep trying to get some of the other ones but they're um they seem to be out of stock on Amazon and stuff they're just so popular they are <laughs> so good cannot recommend them enough definitely not okay so that brings me on to my next question what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using well obviously mob kitchen we've got the speedy mob book um, oh yeah which i've been loving everything all the recipes are done in 12 minutes which is just really helpful when you have one of those days where you can't bother to cook or you're working late or you've got something else to do um that's really good i've actually just pre-ordered their their new book as well they've released a comfort food one and it's going to come out in september yeah so i've pre-ordered that which will be nice. Um, and then what else? We've actually just made a dinner tonight out of a book called Indian in Seven. So oh, I have that we, one. It's yeah. good. We made the butter chicken tonight. Delicious. Which is so, so nice. Like, tastes like a proper curry house butter chicken, I think. Yeah. Um, probably to do with the whole like tin of condensed milk we put in. But we won't <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> We won't talk about that. It was health. It was, it was all yeah. healthy, I promise. And 
speaking of butter chicken, the recipe that I've tried that is my favorite of butter chicken is the Jamie Oliver one that he did for Claudia Winkleman when she came on Friday Night Feast. Oh, okay. Um, we'll have to and it's that one so good. Is it? So good. Okay. I'll give that one a go. Yeah, definitely. I, it's online, um, but we also have their cookbook because my mum is obsessed with Jamie Oliver. No. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got a lot of them. I think we literally have every Jamie Oliver book ever. And that's <laughs> not an understatement. That's not me exaggerating at all. Uh, is actually insane. So if you ever have a need a specific recipe, I know where to come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, controversial question. Which is your favourite ring on the hob? The middle one. And if it's not the middle one, then you are wrong. <laughs> like that is the most it's the most convenient place to cook. So even when you've got other things on, they can go around it. Just it's just the best. It's the best one. And I won't hear any different. <laughs> I love that answer. That's my favourite answer so far. <laughs> you can't tell me any other reason. Love like, that. I won't hear it. <laughs> okay, on to the final meal questions. Okay. It's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what will you be having for your starter or starters of choice? Well, um, I always think, and I heard, I think I heard Michael McIntyre say this on the Off Menu podcast the other day, and I was really annoyed because whenever I listen to Off Menu, I always think about what I'd say to them if I was there. And I I have it all planned. And then (laughs) Michael McIntyre came on and he stole my line. Did he actually? He did. My starter is duck and pancakes because you, you don't get a bad one. Wherever you go, you have duck pancakes, they're always good. You've got no risk of, like, I love a crispy squid, but sometimes you can go somewhere and it's not crispy in the right way or it tastes a bit rubbery or you don't get a good sauce with it or anything like that. So I think duck pancakes, always good. You can't beat it. That's what I choose. Great. Any other starters? Um, Well, I've mentioned already, I love a pajon pepper. Yeah. So... I'd have to have some padrons in there. Um, what else do I like? I like a sort of chilli garlic prawn, you know, when you get them and then you get a nice little bit of crusty bread. That's always a winner. They always look nice. They'd, yeah, definitely. They'd always, I think that's my golden trio of starters. I wouldn't be able to eat all of that. But that's I mean, fine. there's no boundaries. You can't get full. So in this dream world, well, you can. Right, that's all right then. Perfect. And what drink will you be having with your starters? Oh, so I can have a different drink throughout yeah. the courses. Love that. Um, oh, I love a rosé. I'm such a rosé gal. Um, I like a Provence. So I'd probably go, mm, or do I want to start with a cocktail? Maybe I'll start with a cornstarch martini. Just so you know, start. You, get, you get it before your starters arrive. So it's the first thing you have. Have something a little bit fruity, a little shot of Prosecco. Have my yep. duck, my padrons. I'm set up for the night then, ready to go. That's a fantastic way to start. Love <laughs> that. It's like pudding for starter. <laughs> um, so what will you be having for your main or mains of choice? So my favourite dinner of all time is always a paella. Especially yeah. 
the paella when you're sitting on the beach in Spain, sun shining, perfect. Um, I like the ones that have got a bit of seafood, a bit of chicken, nice sort of mix of different things. Um, it's nice and warm, lovely. That would be what I'd choose every single time. Um, but I also love a chicken enchilada, so maybe I'll have both. Yeah. Both gives me like summery vibes, so that's good. Amazing. <laughs> and what drink will you be having with your mains? This is where I'd have my rosé. So ah. I'd off in a light little cocktail. I'd go for my rosé with mains, I think. Um, so are we in Spain for the whole meal and the porn star martini was... Was it porn star martini? Yeah, it was. I think we... Yeah, we can probably be in Spain for the whole meal. Because then you can have... A Spanish measure. Exactly. Which That's is going to make everything else taste so much better. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so what will you be having for your side or sides of choice? So I'm an avid lover of chilli cheese fries. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Seven Bone. No. But they do really good ones. And then there's also a place called Meat Liquor in Brighton that do great ones like... Bit of meat on there, bit of mustard, loads of chilies, crispy chips. Perfect. That's all I'd need, I think. I was going to say padrons as a side, but maybe I'll have padrons again. Yeah, maybe you can. can. Maybe I'll just have padrons throughout the whole meal. Maybe not, <laughs> maybe not as a dessert, but you know, I'll have a second portion of padrons. They'll probably go quite nicely with my paella. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And... What drink will you be having with your sides? Oh, wow. Maybe I'll have oh, a Prosecco with my sides. So I've got my rosé in one hand and my Prosecco in the other. Sounds like it's going to be a good night. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> as long as we don't get hangovers after the... No, no, you can't. It's all good. <laughs> well, then in that case... <laughs> it's the actual dream. Lovely. And you don't get too drunk. You just get like excited yeah that's that tipsy i know yeah (laughs) okay so what will you be having for your dessert or puddings of choice always a sticky toffee i feel like it's another thing you can't go wrong with a sticky toffee bit of ice cream on there um i was gonna ask whether it was custard ice cream or cream definitely not cream i could push for a custard but i'd choose ice cream especially if we're in spain yeah. Um, and then also, if I've got the option to, I'll have a bunoffy pie as well, because that's sort of my one true love of puddings, I think. I love a sticky toffee, but I love a bunoffy as well. Yeah, we can have, have both. Together. Lovely. Can't beat it. Sounds amazing. <laughs> um, and, what, and what drink are you having with your puddings? I'm having an espresso martini. That's nice to finish it the night. But also, if we're going to do that in a dream way, I want it to give me a bit of a caffeine kick, but I don't want it to have me lying up at 2am not being up to sleep. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things I did that on Christmas Day. I started making the espresso martinis just after Christmas dinner. You know when people go into the slump? Yeah. I like, right, start whacking these martinis out. And it did the job. But then it did the job a bit too well, where it was 2am and I was like, I need to get to sleep. And it just wasn't <laughs> working. So 
maybe we'll we'll go for a caffeine espresso first and then maybe I'll move on to the decaf yeah <laughs> I love an espresso martini I think that's one of my top top five drinks love it definitely when it's done well yeah um and will you be partaking in cheese board absolutely not <laughs> oh, you look actually, disgusted <laughs> actually I've changed my mind if the cheese board is just a camembert and then loads of bread I will you can be partaking do that. yeah then I'll be partaking if it's any other sort of blue smelly cheese not interested no thank you no. nine year old <laughs> I'll just have the bill please <laughs> <laughs> and what drink will you be having to end the whole meal Oh, I like it when you go on holiday and they give you like a limoncello shot before you leave. Nice. Love that. We'll finish off with some shots. <laughs> Fantastic. That. Thank you so much for telling me your final meal. It was so exciting. We have really similar drink taste as well. <laughs> well, we'll have to go out for drinks when it all opens up again then. Yeah, go to a seaside visit. Definitely. Definitely. If there's anything you're going to do in 2021 summer, it should be go to a beach. Definitely. Okay, and I'm a bit worried because you said you haven't had biscuits, but usually the part where it's biscuit of the week, but have I you have had any biscuits? Bis- I have actually had oh, biscuits of the week, but I'm going to really disappoint you because it was, it was really boring. It was just a digestive. I love a digestive. I mean... It's a solid winner, but it's it's probably not a biscuit of the week, is it? It's, it's not a winner, but I made a cheesecake last weekend. So I had leftover digestives for the base. So just nibbled on one of those when I was a bit hungry during the week. But I wouldn't rate it highly in my... It wasn't like a chocolate digestive or anything. Oh, it was just a plain digestive. No, it was literally just a plain digestive. When you said digestive, I automatically thought chocolate digestive. No. No, sorry to disappoint. That's it could have been one of those caramel ones. I like the caramel ones, but no, it was just plain old digestive. So. And what do you rate it out of ten? I mean, I was really quite hungry at the time, so <laughs> it did taste. I'd say at the time probably a seven out of ten. In the oh, good. On the grand scale of biscuits, probably about a two. Oh, oh was, well. You can't beat a classic, I suppose. Yeah. You can't. You can't put them down. They've come a long way. Yeah. I mean, not their fault that we now have all these crazy um, digestives. They've just come and been stomped out by the Oreo. Yeah. What is your favourite biscuit normally? I mean, you said uh, chocolate-coated ginger biscuit. Yeah. I like anything chocolatey, to be honest. Um, I like an Oreo. I am... when I've been I've been traveling in Asia a couple of times, which is so classic, like Gapya. But um I Amazing. I'm known for when I'm there to just I'm not much of a breakfast eater. So yeah. when when I've been on my Asia trips, I just tend to have sort of like half a packet of Oreos for bre- for breakfast. Love that. Is definitely not A Instagrammable, B probably very healthy. Um, but they taste good. So yeah, they are good. Yeah, I actually think the ones out there taste nicer than the ones here. Really? Yeah, I think the biscuits are a bit more chocolatey, whereas I feel like here 
they're a bit bitter. Yeah. Maybe I just haven't had one in a while. But I feel like that needs to be rectified. Yeah, maybe I'll have to try one this week, let you know how it, the end how it matches up. At the end of this call, you're just going to have loads of things to add to your shopping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just turn up with bags and bags full of biscuits. Like, it's market research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Okay, so do you have any local food businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Uh, yeah, I mean, I shouted out Spiral, my favourite Mexican restaurant. And um, there's also a little mother and daughter duo who are um, cooking up a Thai storm in my area. Um, and they do little ready meals and they do the little takeaways and they drive, either drive them to your house. If they do, I think they do specific areas on specific days, but they're called Tiny Thai. Um, yeah. And they started doing these little ready meals as well, which go in some of the local village shops. I think is really cute it's just a really really nice way to support them and then also support the village shop um fantastic so that's really nice um and then there's also a restaurant in Brighton called Chin Chin who are doing really nice finish at home kits um and they're a sort of restaurant that I'd really like to support more going forward and we're going to order from them we're going to get another finish at home kit for my birthday this month so yeah, I think they're probably my two food-related ones, yeah. Do you have any other non-food-related shout-outs you'd like to give? I do, actually. Um, my friend Libby has a business called Libs Cards. Um, she sort of fills the gap in the market where you can think of a card that you want and you will never be able to find it in the shops anywhere. Like, I love there's that. a video game that my boyfriend's obsessed with um and so I got her to do me a Valhalla themed card amazing yeah and then I've got I've had loads of different ones done over the years I've got a really nice one coming for Mother's Day I can't say it because my mum will probably listen to this um but she basically you sent you basically just text her tell her exactly what you want she creates it on a card we've got this whole idea that we're going to do this eat with abs slash lips cards sort of collab yes. in the future and yes. um, but I mean whether that'll come to fruition hopefully it will that would um, be so fun yeah but she's the person you want to go to for your cards they're just they're so pretty and she's so lovely and she's been shielding for the last year so I'll it's really been check her, her out yeah, it's been her outlet over the last year and her cards are beautiful and, yeah, she's probably my biggest shout-out. That's so lovely. They they sound fantastic. I'm now going to have to do a lot of research as soon as we end <laughs> Definitely, you better give them all a check-out. So, where can people find you? So, I am just on Instagram at eatwithabs, with a Z, not an S, because that was taken, even though that's <laughs> um but yeah I'm on there just posting recipes posting things that I'm eating um running some polls in my stories all that sort of fun stuff and I've got a giveaway live at the moment so yeah check it out definitely um yeah that was what I was going to say everyone should definitely check out your Instagram because it is full of inspiration and always makes everyone hungry (laughs) thank you 
Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been so fun. Thank you for having me. I've had a really good time. I just love to talk about food, so any excuse. Yeah, well, that's why I started a podcast. So thank you so much. Bye. Bye. How great was that episode with Abby from Eat With Abs? It was so lovely to have a chat, a lovely foodie chat all about cookbooks, recipes, biscuits, everything really. Oh, and some fabulous drinks, which, um, yeah, it was a really fun chat and I'm so grateful to have had her on the podcast. And if you haven't already had a look at her Instagram, I recommend you do that right now because the link will be in the description box or the podcast notes, which are the same thing. So the link will be in the podcast notes. So if you're listening on your podcast platform, they should be just underneath the podcast player. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you'd like to hear more food podcast episodes, why not subscribe on your podcast listening platform? And if you really enjoyed this episode and you want to show other people you enjoyed this episode, why not share on social? Because that would be lovely. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, if you enjoyed this episode and have already subscribed and are listening on Apple Podcasts, why not leave a friendly review? Uh, if it's not friendly, please don't leave a review. anyway i hope you're having a lovely day whilst you're listening to this and i will speak to you next sunday on next week's episode oh have a fun time dancing to the outro i always do bye baker podcast maker the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat